Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Hey there, love bug. Welcome back to another chat with your neighborhood kind mind weirdo over here. If you are listening to this episode on or around ish the day that it airs, we are still chilling over here in COVID land. Okay, we are still hanging out with all the craziness that 2020 has decided to throw at us. And man, has it felt like a freaking dumpster fire. It has. We are still living in a world over six months later that surrounds us with six feet and a mask between human connection. We've got canceled events that we've been looking forward to, big milestones in our lives looking a heck of a lot differently than we thought they might have. And I saw something on social yesterday that really, it really struck me about the time that we're living in right now. And it was a meme that said in big, huge letters, just accept the new normal already. And girl, this statement itself, I don't completely disagree with, but then I saw the comments section, okay? Talk about a dumpster fire. And yeah, duh, Emily, it's social media. You should have not been that surprised about that. You're right. But it brought up a topic for me that I really think we need to be better about discussing with the people around us. The comment section was blowing up with either people angry that we were being told to get over it, or people that were sick of other people complaining. And I got to thinking, you know, it's, it's okay that this sucks. It's okay that this is frustrating. It's okay that this may feel like the longest six plus months of our lives. There is not a single person in the country that hasn't experienced some kind of change due to this pandemic. Therefore, you understand to some extent your neighbor's frustration. You understand your neighbor's exhaustion and their need to vent and their want for the world that they know to come back already. This is something that we have all experienced together. And your neighbor deserves some validation for those feelings just as much as you do. And this does not just apply to the pandemic and this 2020 dumpster fire. Because let's see, okay? Have you ever been feeling big emotions? You're stressed out or you're overwhelmed or disappointed or sad or whatever the emotion is. And someone responds with, just don't worry Oh, calm down. It's fine. It's fine. Calm down. Now, I don't know about you, but I am not going to suddenly respond with, you know what? I didn't think about just calming down and turning my worry off. You know, suddenly, because you said that, I'm fine. Suddenly, I'm fine. And look, the intentions are probably good. 
But sometimes that almost makes me feel worse. Like you find yourself angry or irritated and someone tells you, relax. I don't know about you, but that immediately sends my irritation level through the freaking roof. Because as human beings, when we are feeling something big, we know, we know that we need to take action, but damn, we just want to feel validated. We just want someone to let us say that this sucks for a second. Validation. Not wanting someone to find the answer or provide a solution, but someone to say, you know what? I hear you. I hear that this sucks right now. And that's where it gets pretty tricky. Okay, I preach about positivity on the daily I have built a platform that strives to be kind to our minds, but I also see how positivity can be toxic. Okay, I see how it can be unhealthy. I was asked recently if I thought that toxic positivity was a thing, and the short answer is yes, I think it can be. I think that for women like us that have so much that we want out of life, people that have their eye on the prize, experiencing hurdles along the way, I do think Toxic positivity is something worth bringing to our ear holes to be aware of, okay? And putting COVID-19 and the 2020 dumpster fire aside, no one, and I mean no one, can be 100% positive all the time. No one. In fact, if you were, I would probably be pretty concerned. Because home fry, that's just not realistic. It's something that has really been circulating the internet lately. It's the idea of toxic positivity. And I understand I understand this to mean that this movement towards positivity can make us think that anything other than positive isn't an option. Have you ever felt that way? Because I'm going to be 100% real with you, dude. I have. I 100% have. I have felt before that I can't unload the struggles that I may be having because that doesn't contribute to my journey towards positivity. Here's where I kind of have to differentiate it for myself, how I try to bring balance back to all of this. And maybe it's helpful for you too. When I work with patients that have experienced some sort of serious trauma, when I begin my work with them, I don't, I don't immediately ask them to think of a positive thought about that trauma. Right? We don't just jump into the positive. I meet with them where they are, and where they are in that moment is not a positive one. We unpack it all together. We process the trauma safely, and we let it suck for a while. I sit with them and validate the suckiness. Yes, this is horrible. Yes, you are hurting. Yes, you were wronged. And yes, you deserve time to heal. But that doesn't just go for trauma. That goes for anything that brings about some kind of strong emotion. Women like us that strive to surround ourselves with, with positivity, with positive women, positive communities, positive media, positive words, that positivity gets toxic when we feel a pressure to put a lid on your struggle, when you don't allow yourself a chance to process the big stuff. 
Imagine if I asked my trauma patients to immediately see the positive in their traumatic experience. Positivity is a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing, but it can't replace healing. Friend, I'll admit it. I I know myself. I know that I shy away from sharing my struggles or being transparent in those moments. And maybe a woman like you, one that decided to press play on this, has felt that way too. And it's something that I need to continuously be conscious of and continuously call myself out on. Even down to the words that I use or or the media that I choose to put out. And also doing my part as a therapist, but also as your friend in saying that there is a time and a place to force a positive thought, doing some thought challenging or or some thought replacement, but it begins to get unhelpful and even toxic when we start using it as a way to put a lid on the emotions or situations that we find uncomfortable. Shooting it to you straight here, Home Fry, it's all about balance and meeting yourself where you are authentically, with your goal mindset in mind, but also accepting yourself where you are currently. Let's get down to the words that we may have heard before. You're going through something difficult and someone says, think happy thoughts, Em. Okay, I'm sorry, but not extremely helpful, right? But admittedly, I have said that to people. I have said that to people. That has been my my response. And I am trying to encourage myself and others to instead respond with something like, you know, I understand that it's difficult to combat your thoughts right now, but I believe in your ability to overcome this. Rather than springing to the positive right out the gate, pausing to validate the big emotions that are surrounding it, instead of saying, you should look for the good, Maybe saying, it's probably hard to see the good right now, but how can we make sense of this? And then there's the one that is plastered all over social media. Positive vibes only. A helpful mantra to use sometimes, yeah, but also, I hate to break it to you, friend, but all energy is neutral. (laughs) These positive and negative vibes that come and go, we need to learn how to accept them as they come and make the most of them. Have you ever heard the saying, failure isn't an option? That's another one that I see on t-shirts and Nike ads and all over social media too. If you have been listening to my weirdo self for a while now, you probably know how I feel about this one. Failure is required. It is a necessary part of of growth. And the more that we subscribe to this failure is not an option mentality, the more that we fear being transparent when we do fail. The more we beat ourselves up when we fall on our face, failure is always an option. It's always a potential outcome, but it doesn't have to be a negative one. Maybe instead of failure isn't an option, we can agree that giving up isn't an option. Pausing Sure. Pivoting to a different direction? Maybe. Do you, girlfriend? But accepting failure as a stop sign is where I will tell you that is not an option. Fail often. 
fail openly. I am going to push myself moving forward. This is my vow right now to even fail publicly. Because you know what? I want to validate that failure feeling, but I also want to show women like you that failure is in fact an option, one that teaches us something, one that brings us that much closer to our goals. And because we even have to have this conversation, we know that that all that validation is not going to come from the external. We can do our part in validating others when they struggle and being transparent in our own struggles, but we also need to practice self-validation. How many times have you told yourself to just get over it or to, to just cheer up already? How about telling yourself to act like you're fine? You ever done that? Because don't lie. Do not lie. I know you have. We not only experience this on the external level, but we are also spending so much time invalidating ourselves. Are there times where we should be motivating ourselves towards a positive mindset? Heck to the yes. That's what DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, is based off of. For goodness sake, you know this. Dialectics. The idea that two opposing truths can live in the same space. I can be struggling with negative thoughts and believe in the power of a, posit- of a positive mindset at the same time. I can believe that I will get through a hard time while validating that this time is hard. Validation and positivity can live in the same space. If we start getting that self-validation train moving, maybe your self-validation train is pretty rusty and, and you don't know how to get it back on the tracks. I feel you, sister friend. I hear you loud and clear. So let's grease up those wheels, shall we? Like with most things, especially related to how we speak to ourselves, we need to put on our freaking mindfulness pants, okay? We need to pay attention to our inner dialogue on purpose without judgment in the room. We need to notice where we are starting and and the patterns that we normally fall into. Identifying what we are feeling first and foremost before immediately putting a lid on all the feels, okay? Looking at the experiences we have had honestly and openly. Keeping a mindful eye of what already is going on in that noggin of ours. And once we've gotten mindful, we need to practice some acceptance. Labeling our emotions and our experiences for what they are may be uncomfortable. Taking the lid of what we have been keeping covered for so long might make things a little bit uncozy. Okay, but now we have to accept that uncoziness. We need to radically accept for the uncomfortable soup that we now have uncovered. We need to radically accept it. Accepting the failures and the setbacks, the vibes that haven't always felt so positive. And then we get to make a choice. We get to make a choice of how we respond to the vibes that aren't so positive. Okay, we get to validate the suckiness with our growth mindset doing the talking. Taking control of our inner dialogue to validate our feelings for a moment so that our soup doesn't simmer over. What might that inner dialogue sound like? Well, 
What would you want to hear from a friend? Girlfriend, it's normal to feel this way. This right here, this is hard. And admitting that it isn't hard doesn't make you weak. You're standing in the eye of progress with with growth on the other side. What you are feeling right now is valid. And it also will not last forever. Needing to sit with these emotions for a moment does not make you a negative person. It makes you human. It makes you responsible enough to process what you're feeling. Get mindful, accept the emotions in the room, and take charge of the dialogue. And on the other side of that self-validation is action. We don't just stop there. We feel this, yes, and that's okay, and we take a moment. But after we feel the feels, we need to take action. That is when we get to invite positivity and action back into the room. Okay, girlfriend, it's not all happiness and kind minds all the time. It's not all positivity and rainbows all the time, and that's okay. Your struggle is valid. Your tough days are valid. Your not-so-positive vibes are valid. Take the lid off, babe. Show the women around you that their struggle is valid, too. Go get your self-validation train moving so that you can authentically invite positivity back to the party instead of using it as a cover. Failure is a beautiful option. And here, right here, you'll find far more than just positive vibes because a journey to a kind mind takes more than picture-perfect positivity. It takes a brave woman like you that's willing to blow her cover. So go get vulnerable with a friend this week because she just might need to see you do it so that she can do it too. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.